Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. What do you get when you combine simplified digital marketing, proven ROI strategies, and Metallica blasting from his headphones? You get Rick Moore ready, of course. So strap in, grab your bulletproof coffee, and get ready, because this is the art of pay traffic. Here's Rick. All right. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Super appreciate it. Whatever you're up to right now, hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Rick Mulready, and I'm here to help online experts grow and scale your business so that you can reach and help more people so that you can amplify your impact in your business. And when you do all those things, my friends, not only do you get to increase your revenue, right? But you and your audience, you and your customers get to have better lives. And those are the things, my friends, that this is all about, right? This is why we're doing what we're doing. So a lot of people have been asking me for an update on how things are going with my daughter, Maya. At the time recording this, she just turned nine months old. I can't even believe it that it's already been nine months. And, you know, I, I always heard like, you know, this goes by so fast. You know, what, what's the saying? Like the nights are long and what is it? The nights are long and the years are slow, <laughs> something like that. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. But no, it's so true. Nine months has flown by and I'm trying to be as present as possible for her during this time. I mean, always, but uh, I mean, it's so, it's so amazing. Being a dad is so amazing. And a lot of you guys have really appreciated when I talk about what it's like, you know, being a new dad and being an entrepreneur and running a business. And for those of you guys who have families and you're running your own business and stuff like that, you know what this is like. And I'm still very much in the um, trying to figure this all out, you know, trying to get back into some semblance of routine and, and all that. And it's going really well, but you know, every day is something is something new and I, I love it so much. She's doing amazingly well. We <laughs> this has been a recent, I'll jump into the episode right after this. So ever since like week number two after she was born, we used a stability ball to bounce her to put her to sleep. 
And of course, she got used to that. So she is uh, obviously growing, you know, at nine months now. And we decided to start to, you know, try to uh, wean her off the stability ball to be able to put her down to sleep without needing the stability ball. And we tried, we started that about two weeks ago from when I'm recording this. And, uh, it's actually gone really well. She's, I mean, it's the most amazing feeling to put her down into her crib and just to know that she's okay. And she is able to go to sleep by herself. Now, those first few nights were really hard. I basically didn't sleep at all, but so worth it. She's just doing really well. And so, yeah. So everybody who has uh, has reached out and just inquiring and asking, thank you so much. I super appreciate it. All is going well. And I've got big updates coming for you here. It was actually supposed to be this episode, but we pushed back a little bit. And I left a teaser at the very end of my episode last week. And I heard from a few of you and there you guys were like, what? The art of paid traffic is going away? It is, my friends. I have some updates for you that I'm so excited to share with you. And I'm going to be sharing those with you very soon here on the podcast. Don't worry. I'm still going to be taking care of you and showing you how to continue growing your business with, with paid traffic and everything we've been talking about here on the show. So stay tuned for that. Okay, I'm just clapping right now. I don't know why I'm clapping. So today, I want to talk to you about... This is for everybody who thinks that Facebook and Instagram ads are hard. I'm going to put hard in quotations here, right? And I want to talk to you about, instead about why... Facebook and Instagram ads are actually easy, right? Because there's so much talk about how hard ads are. And when you hear that over and over and over, you begin to believe it, begin to internalize it, right? So much, there's so much talk about how hard they are. And, and, you know, and if you've not done ads or when you're early on in your ads and you're trying to figure them out, you start to really believe that, oh man, these are really, these are so hard. And ads quickly become overwhelming and scary. But my friends, the reality is that Facebook and Instagram ads are, are actually quite easy. And I'm going to explain exactly why I'm saying that in just a second. But if people could get over their fear of Facebook and Instagram ads, it would allow you to get traction and scale so much more quickly in your business. You know, ads are what I built my business on. When I started, I mean, I started teaching myself in 2010, things really started to get traction for me in my business in January of 2014, when I started doing webinars, teaching online experts how to use Facebook ads to generate consistent leads and sales. And I ran ads to the webinars and that's what I did. That's how I built my business, right? But this whole hard feeling, if you will, this whole thought gets in the way and either makes you not even try or give up too soon. I hear and see so many people right now, and I shouldn't say right now, for a long time now, that they're like, oh, this isn't working or I need to make this work right now. And if it doesn't, ads don't work. <laughs> well, they do work. You need to be patient. Right. I was talking with somebody recently who said that she needs to learn Facebook and Instagram ads. And she said that she wants to dive deep into this 
as she was getting ready to launch her course. And she said that she needed to get this right when she does the marketing for the course. She said that she's very niche down. She targets only one industry. So she said that she needs to learn how to target that audience. And that she has an email list of about 10,000 people, uh, about 700 people on a Facebook page, and about 2,500 on her Facebook personal profile, which is kind of irrelevant, right? And she said she was in several Facebook groups just for the market. So she said, she says, I need to understand all the ins and outs about how to market and get in front of them. And as I read this message, a big red flag popped up for me. And so I wrote her back and I said, look, I said, I want to caution you approaching your ads with the mindset of, I need to get this right. Rather, I recommend approaching your ads with the mindset of, I'm going to test and test and test some more until I get traction with my ads, right? And that could take you three days. It could take you three months. But when people start out with, I need to get this right, and then if they face hiccups along the way, they often give up, right? And say that the, say the ads don't work. But it's the people who are willing to test, and yes, test some more, who are going to win. So I want to repeat that again. It's the people who are willing to test and test some more who are going to win. It's about your mindset going into your ads and taking the pressure off of like, I need these to work right now. Otherwise, my launch is going to be a massive failure. Well, that's not necessarily true, right? And so, my friends, here are the two things that make Facebook and Instagram ads easy, okay? Number one is doing the upfront work. And I'm going to take you through all this here today. And then number two is simply following the steps in order for launching your ads, and doing it in a way that is algorithm friendly, okay? Because so much has changed with Facebook ads and the algorithm. We talk about that all the time here in the, on the show. And I'm going to take you through what I mean by that today, right? And the foundation of all this, as I've just been saying, is having the right mindset around testing. Because when you realize that when you are using ads to grow your business, you're playing the long game. That this is a journey where you're always learning and testing. When you approach it from that perspective, you're going to win. Because too many people think ads or play ads as the, as the short game. As like, oh, I need, to work, I need this to work for this one launch, right? Well, when you are looking to consistently grow your business and create consistent leads and sales for your business, this is the long game, my friends. And it's a journey of always learning and testing because when you lock into some ads that, that are working for you and some audiences that work for you, you're going to have to keep tweaking along the way because at some point, they're not going to work as well as they once were. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It's just the nature of the platforms that we're on and how things change, right? So when you approach it from... Uh, this is a long game. This is a journey. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to test. You're going to win. Okay. So the testing mindset is your foundation. Okay. Now let's dive into the upfront work 
for setting yourself up for success with your ads and then also break down the step-by-step process of setting up your ad campaigns, okay? So first, you've got to answer the question of why. Why are you running ads in the first place? What's your goal, right? What are you trying to achieve with your ads? Maybe it's, I want to fill my webinar. I want to build my list. I want to send people right to a product page to purchase. I want to run ads to a video that I have so that I can build audiences of those people and retarget them. I want to get people in my video series. Whatever it is, you got to have a clear why. Okay? Why are you running your ads in the first place? And what is the strategy to get there? So, for example, if my end goal is to... I want to sell my course and I'm going to do a webinar to sell that course, whatever it is for your business. So the strategy is I'm going to run ads to a webinar and then from the webinar, I'm going to offer my program. And then from, from there, I'm going to have a cart close after that. And so I'm going to use ads to get people to register for the webinar. I'm going to use ads to remind people about the webinar. I'm going to use ads to retarget people who registered for the webinar and to remind them that cart's closing. Cool. I got a strategy now. Okay. It's when we are clear on our end goal that we get to work backwards from that goal, right? We get to look at what the customer journey is, taking somebody that doesn't know who we are all the way through to becoming a paying customer. And so what are the steps that we need to do that will get them to becoming a customer, right? What has to happen in order to build that know, like, and trust factor with you so that they will buy? Now, I say what has to happen. All I mean by that is what are the types of things that you can do to build that know, like, and trust? There's never one, you know, there's never one definitive thing you must do. But it's being clear on what the end goal is, And then figuring out, okay, this is the strategy I'm going to test out here to get people to purchase from me. And that's going to look different for all of you, right? That could be simple as, look, I want to run ads to build my email list because I have a launch coming, you know, in four months and I want to start building my list now. Awesome. At least you have a strategy. A strategy is not boosting your post (laughs) just so people can see your stuff just so people can see your, your video, right? Now, if you said, I want to boost this video so that I can build engagement audiences of people who are watching the video and then retarget those people to get them to opt in to my email list, all right, now we got a strategy. You're using the boost post button more strategically, not just clicking that boost post button. As I just said that, I just tapped my finger down <laughs> to the desk. I don't know why I did that. Tapping the boost post button. And just because you want more, more people to see it, that is not a strategy. Okay. So let's look at an example here. I have a member of my new accelerator group, uh, my mastermind group starting, which starts in October. 
And she is a certified life and weight coach through Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School. And she's known as the Feel Better Coach. So she helps working moms feel better, basically going from stress, overwhelm, anxiety, procrastination to the total opposite side of the spectrum, excitement, energy, motivation, and getting everything done in their uh, home life and in their business so they can lead a better life, okay? And so what her goal is, is to get clients. She wants to work with clients. She got a three-month program with, with clients. And so her strategy that she's testing out is to run ads to a helpful video. And then from that video, get people to sign up for a, a call with her And it's not just a sales call. This is actually working with that person. And then from that call, you know, get them into a a longer term coaching program with her. And so the strategy there is, okay, we're going to run ads to the video to sign up for the video so that she's building her list, getting people to watch her video. And then from there, it's getting those people to sign up for the strategy call. So there's different things that she can do there, right? So she's going to run her ads to the video or to the opt-in page to opt-in for the video. And then she can retarget those people that opted in, but didn't sign up for the strategy call or this or the call. And so she's got a strategy here, right? That she's going to test out. And so her end goal is to sell a coaching package for people. And so she's looking at, okay, what's the customer journey to get people there? And so this right here is the strategy or the funnel, if you will, that she's going to test out. And so she works backwards from that end goal of that person becoming a paying customer. Okay. So number one, be very clear on what your goal and strategy is to achieve that goal before you start even any kind of ads. Okay. Once you're clear on that, what's your offer going to be? Right. And what I mean by this, this sense here is, yes, you want to be clear on what you're selling, but what is your offer up front to build your email list? Right. So what is something that you can offer your lead magnet here? What is something that you can offer to attract your ideal audience that can give them a quick win, something that they can consume quickly and see progress? For those of you guys who have 40 page ebooks as your lead magnets, I don't love it, my friends. I mean, it might make sense for your business. It might, but you know, how many times we download something like that and it just stays in our download folder, right? You want to give something to your ideal audience that they can consume very quickly and will give them a quick win, that they can see progress. I mean, like we're talking in a matter of 15, 20 minutes tops. Okay. So what is your offer? What is your lead magnet that you can make that offer in your Facebook ads or your Instagram ads, send people to your opt-in page. If you're building your list or doing a webinar, whatever it is, what is that offer that can, that can attract your ideal audience and give them a quick win, right? In the example I just use of my, uh, one of our new accelerator members, right? The offer for that she's using to attract her audience is a quick video training. I want to say it's like eight minutes long or 10 minutes long. So it's a quick win. It's helpful. It's added value. It's not just a big pitch fest or anything like that. 
you know, does she mention, does she have a call to action in the video to set up a strategy call or set up a, a call? I forget what exactly what she calls it. I, it's not a strategy call, but is there a call to action there? You bet there is. But the video is pure value. Like someone can consume that video and have a quick win and they can see progress and, and have, you know, a forward step in whatever they're trying to overcome. Okay. So be thinking about what is your offer? What can you use to attract your ideal audience that can give them a quick win? Okay. So that's the second thing. So the first one, what's your goal and how are you going to achieve that goal? Be very clear on that before you run any ads. Then once you're clear on that now, okay, what's something that we can offer to attract your ideal audience? What's your lead magnet that can give them a quick win? The third thing, speaking of ideal audience, is understanding your target audience, right? And we're going to spend a couple of minutes right here. So I always ask, as I take a deep breath in here, I always ask whenever I'm talking to people, like on a scale of one to 10, especially if I'm doing like webinars or something like that, I love to ask, hey guys, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like you understand your target audience down cold or down pat, <laughs> like where would you rank yourself? Regardless, I always get eights, nines, sometimes tens. But then when I really dive into it, the people who are answering those eights, nines, and tens is not really truly, they really don't have that deep understanding, that holistic understanding of your target audience, right? And so what do I mean by that? Well, first and foremost, what pain are you solving? And how do you solve it, right? What's your special sauce? And this kind of goes into your offer actually more than the target audience. But what pain are you solving? And what's your, what's your special sauce for, what's your secret sauce for how you solve that pain, right? And then you got to understand more so than my target audience is, you know, uh, a guy, Joe, who is 37 years old, who plays golf on the weekends and he has a full-time job. Like, that's great. That's helpful. But I want you to be asking yourself these types of questions about your target audience, right? Where do they shop? What's, what are their interests? What are their hobbies? What are those pain points? What do they do on the weekends? What kind of books do they read? What kind of publications do they read? What kind of TV shows do they watch? Where do they shop? Do they attend conferences? Are they part of associations? And all kinds of things that you, that you need to understand for your target audience, right? And so going back to the, uh, the member of my accelerator I was talking to you about, so for her ideal target customer, she's given that person a name and they're a working mom age 45, and they're in a constant state of stress, overwhelm, and anxiety. And they can't follow through on their plan to work out, to work out for self-care, for time with her family and kids, for getting it all done. She feels like a fraud because through, at least through the Facebook and Instagram lens, her life looks totally put together, but on the inside, it's a completely different story. That she thinks that she's a hot mess and is terrified that the rest of the world will find out. I love the depth of that understanding of her target audience there. 
Now, when I spoke to my member of the accelerator there, I was asking, okay, cool. Now, how can we take this a step further and think about some of the brands that she shops at? What are, their, what are, what are her hobbies? You know, and immediately she said, oh, she probably, you know, wears like yoga pants. Bingo. That's the first thing I was thinking about. Like, she's probably interested in like Lululemon or Lorna Jane or, you know, yoga brands like Gaia. Maybe, maybe they shop at Whole Foods, you know, something like that. And be thinking about your target audience in that kind of respect, because these are all targeting options on Facebook and Instagram. Now, as I, as I pointed out to her, if I'm testing, you know, you call this, maybe we can call this like our yoga pants ad set. And I'm going to target, you know, Lululemon women between a certain age range with an interest in Lululemon, Lorna Jane, Gaia, whatever kind of yoga brands that um, want to test out. Now, I just caveated, and this is, I don't mean to say it the obvious here, but not everybody who's in that target audience is going to be her, tar- her ideal customer. But her target customers are definitely within that overall target audience, right? And so she targets that audience, gets very specific in that respect, and then uses her ad and her copy to speak to her target customers within that overall audience. Make sense? And so I really want you to be thinking about your target audience in that respect, a holistic understanding of your target audience, okay? Now, part two to this is... Are there different people within your target audience that have varying degrees of the challenges that you solve, right? Meaning, do you have, we'll call them sub-audiences within your overall ideal target audience? Because if that's the case, you're going to need to have different conversations with each of those sub-audiences that are within your overall target, target customer audience, Does that make sense? Hey, real quick before we continue with the episode, if you're an online expert, in other words, you're a course creator, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're an online educator, and Facebook and Instagram ads make you want to pull your hair out, and you just want a simple step-by-step system for generating leads and for creating profitable Facebook and Instagram ads, then I have a free webinar training that you got to check out. It's called How to Generate Profitable Leads and Sales with Facebook and Instagram Ads. And you can pick a day at time that works best for you at rickmulready.com forward slash training. Now, in this webinar training, you're going to learn my exact step-by-step process that all online experts need to know to generate profitable leads and sales with Facebook and Instagram ads. I'm also going to share with you the common mistakes that I see most people making with their Facebook and Instagram ads so that you can be avoiding them. Okay. Again, the link to sign up for this free training, pick a day at time that works best for you is rickmulready.com forward slash training. All right, let's continue with the show. So you're going to, again, you're going to want to speak to each one of those audiences differently. This is one of those things that I see most people making a mistake around is that they just, they just think they have one target audience and have the, you know, have, you know, they're speaking to that audience in one way when in reality you might have, you know, you understand who your target customer is, 
but then you're going to have sub audiences of people within that target customer because they're at different points along your customer journey. And so that means you need to have different conversations with those people within your target audience. Okay. Now, understanding those couple things, then how do you find your target audience on Facebook? Right. And so, number one is you got to understand and research if you don't know those answers that I just talked about. You mean like the publications, what TV shows do they watch, where do they shop, what are their hobbies, that sort of thing. Right. So, do that research, number one. And then from there, we can use tools like Audience Insights within Ads Manager. We can also use right in the detailed targeting section of at the ad set level, we can start using the suggestions box there, for example. And so again, just a quick recap and refresher on Audience Insights, free tool right within Ads Manager. And so let's just say, for example, like, so for, for example, my accelerator member here that I've been using as an example, I'm seeing example a lot, Brene Brown, people who are interested in Brene Brown, she thinks are her perfect ideal customers. People who like Brene Brown tend to fall in to her target customer. Awesome. So what she could do is she could put Brene Brown into audience insights and then audience insights, not only will it give you a demographic breakdown of the people on Facebook who have an interest in Brene Brown. I think we did that and it was like 92% women, 8% men, and it was like 25 to 54. Cool. That's great. That's really helpful information. Now, it will also give you other similar Facebook pages, other similar interests to Brene Brown. And you start going through that list and compiling your list. You're like, oh, I didn't even think about, you know, Pema Children, I think is how you pronounce it. Oh, cool. I'm going to add Pema to my list. I'm going to turn around and put Pema into Audience Insights and see what comes up for her. I call this data mining. Okay. So we're researching our target audience and compiling a list. I personally like to compile a list within, uh, I use Notion, the app Notion. I used to use Evernote. And, but, but I mean, you could just write it down on, on a notebook or in a Google Doc or what have you. This becomes kind of your audience testing list that you're always adding to. Okay. So part three here is understanding your target audience really, really thoroughly. Have a holistic understanding. Do you have sub audiences within your overall target audience. And then once you have the understanding, how do you find those people on Facebook and Instagram using Facebook's tools like audience insights, like the suggestions link at the ad set level in the detailed targeting section. Okay. Now, before we go on to the elements of putting together your ads and your campaigns for when you're just starting out, and testing, what I've just gone through, what I've just taken you through is the work that most people do not want to do. And I talk about this a lot here in the show, but I thought the types of questions that I've been getting in on Instagram or people reaching out to me, you know, I thought that this kind of episode would be really helpful for you again, taking you through this process, right? My friends do not skip the questions that I've just gone through having a clear goal and a strategy that you're going to test to achieve that goal. Having a clear offer, understanding your target audience, right? On a holistic level. And then figuring out how you're going to target those people. Did my, my voice just crack? Target those people on Facebook and Instagram. 
right? This is what makes Facebook and Instagram ads easy. Now, I'm not saying that this work up front is easy. It, it can be. I think it is because you just kind of, I think it's like a puzzle. You're putting it all together, right? So my point here is do not skip this stuff. This right here is what, is what separates campaigns that are set up for success and ones that aren't. You know, notice none of what I just talked about involves setting up the campaign. We haven't even done that yet. We're going to dive into that now. But this is the upfront work that I really, really, really want you to focus on first. Okay. Now that you've done that, or when you do that, now you go into start setting up your campaign inside of Ads Manager. Okay. So I'm going to walk you through step by step here the things I want you to think about as you're setting up your, your campaign. And the first thing when you are setting up your at the campaign level is choosing your objective. Okay, so I'm going to assume that you're looking to get people to opt in. You're looking to build your email list, do a webinar. Maybe it's an inexpensive purchase. So I'm going to assume conversions as your objective. You're also obviously going to want to give your campaign a name. And then if you're just starting out and you've got a small budget, I would not worry at this point about CBO or campaign budget optimization or split testing. At this point, some of you guys might only be able to use campaign budget optimization. And if that's the case, go for it. <laughs> but if you don't have to use it, if you're just starting out and you've got a small budget, I wouldn't worry about CBO or split testing at this point, right? Now, remember, this example I'm going to take you through is we're in our testing, we're in our testing phase. We're just trying to see what audiences work and what messaging works and offers and all that stuff. Okay. So choose your objective at the campaign level. Give your campaign a name. Then we move on to the ad set level. And the first thing that you want to do, I'm going to kind of work from top to bottom in the ad set level is, well, you're going to give your ad set a name. And then you want to, it's going to ask you what conversion that you want to optimize for. Basically, you're telling Facebook, Facebook wants to know, hey, you, you told me conversions, you set conversions as your objective. Okay, which conversion do you want this campaign to get you most of? And I recommend that you optimize for the first conversion in your sales funnel. What do I mean by that? Well, let's just say I have a webinar funnel and I'm running ads to a webinar. Now, I'm also, again, just like I talked about earlier, my end goal is to sell my program and I can still track that with a custom conversion, for example, but I want to optimize I want to put into at the ad set level, whatever custom conversion name I've set up, I've set up a custom conversion for the webinar registration. So it's the first conversion in your sales funnel that you're optimizing for right now, as we move down here, let's talk about budget, right? This is where you're going to hear a lot of different opinions when it comes to setting a budget. And the important thing here to remember is that there is no one way to go about this. Now, I do want you to remember and remind you that when you choose conversions as your objective, Facebook's algorithm wants to see about 50 conversions per week per ad set. Meaning, if I have ad set number one and I'm sending, peop I'm sending people to my webinar registration page and that is my custom conversion at the thank you page there, 
right? And let's just say that I'm estimating, I don't know, as a number of $5 CPL, I'll just pull that out of my, uh, out of my head here, right? And that means you need about seven conversions per day to feed the algorithm, meaning over 50 conversions over a seven-day period, you need roughly seven conversions a day. Well, if I'm estimating $5 cost per lead, that would mean that my budget for that ad set should probably be about $35 a day. Right now, of course, you do not have to follow this when setting your budget. You can start out lower for sure. You can start off with $10 a day, but it is important to know what goes into all this and what the algorithm really wants to see. Now, you might be like, well, Rick, I don't have 35. I don't want to spend $35 a day because I'm just starting out. And my budget is small. Okay, cool. I would start somewhere in the $10 to $20 per day range per ad set. Okay. Then with our budget, we also want to start, we also want to set our, our start and end dates if applicable, right? You know, so if you have an end date, go for it. If you don't, you want to leave it open, go for it. I try to start my ads as early in the morning as possible so that I can give them the full day in Facebook's algorithm when I'm just, just starting the campaign out, right? But if you want to start them during the day when you're done setting them up and get them live, go for it. I just don't love you know, starting them in the evening time. Um, but if look, if you're like late morning or early afternoon, go for it, get them live. I personally like to get stuff, like to start ads as early in the morning as possible. But if I'm under the gun, let's just say I'm doing a launch or whatever, I'm likely not going to wait for that. You know, I'm not going to set something up today and get them to wait till tomorrow. I want to get them going. Right. Then as we're scrolling down here through the ad set section, we want to set our targeting. Right. And I recommend you want to try to get that ad set, the potential audience size per ad set. You're looking for at least a million people in that ad set, somewhere in the one to three ish, maybe four million people in the ad set. And if you need to group together interests into that one ad set, go for it. If you do that, what I'd recommend that you do is make sure that your interests are similar to one another, right? And so, like I mentioned before, I might have my yoga pants. <laughs> I'm just joking. Like my yoga pants ad set, Lorna Jane, Lululemon, Gaia, that sort of thing, yoga brands or whatever. They're all very similar, right? So I would put that into one ad set. Okay. Also, when you're thinking about targeting is keep your targeting simple. Don't put too many layers of targeting into your ad set, right? Meaning like, oh, it's this, this audience. They also have to be interested in this and also this and that sort of thing. Keep it simple. Let Facebook's algorithm do the work for you. It's very smart. Okay. And the simpler that we can keep our whole overall campaign setup, the better. And we're going to let Facebook's algorithm do the heavy lifting for us. Right now, one question I get all the time is, well, Rick, how many ad sets should I have? And I mean, it depends on a lot of things, right? But I wouldn't get too carried away. If you have a small budget, let's just say like you only have like, I don't know, $50 a day. I might have two, maybe three ad sets within your campaign, right? If you have a larger budget, maybe you're looking at somewhere three, four, five ad sets and you have like a cold campaign and maybe a warm campaign. Now we're getting a little bit more advanced. I want to keep things very simple, but you know, again, this is all about simplifying. We're not, you know, at the gone are the days of having, you know, back when 
<laughs> four years ago, I broke Power Editor and I had 760 ad sets, literally, you know, gone are the days of that. Like, it's all about how do we set up our campaigns so that they're algorithm friendly and simplicity wins when we're doing this. Okay. All right. Scrolling down through the ad set level, I recommend choosing all placements optimizing for conversions, right? It's going to, it's going to default to conversions. And then the next option that you have, and I do recommend that you change this at least when you're first starting out, because then you can get into attribution windows and all this other stuff, which by the way, I'm talking about attribution window in the coming up uh, in the quick tip episode that's coming up later this week. Okay. Now, when you optimize for conversions, I recommend when you are looking, when you're sending people from your ad to like a simple opt-in page or a registration page or that sort of thing, you know, a free lead magnet of some way or some fashion, I recommend doing the optimizing for the one day click conversion window. Okay. Now you can get into, once you get going a little bit more advanced and stuff like that, and maybe you're doing purchases or something like that, you can get into like the seven day, but the whole thing about the conversion window is to think about how long should it take somebody to make a decision once they land on your landing page to take the action that you want them to take. And so if you're sending people to an opt-in page to download a cheat sheet or watch a video or something like that, it's not going to take them four days to make a decision, right? It's like they land on the page, boom, they should make a decision pretty quickly. So I recommend choosing the one day click conversion window. Okay. Now that's the end of the ad set level. Then we go to our third and final level, which is the ads level. Okay. Now, as we start talking about this, let's talk about the copy and the messaging. Everyone always wants to know, Rick, like I'm not a good copywriter. Like, I I don't know. I I don't know how to write the copy. Well, (laughs) here's a newsflash. I have a terrible copywriter. Okay. Here's a trick, right? Use the language that your ideal customers use. Okay. I'm going to repeat that again. Use the language that your ideal customers use. If you have customers right now, talk to them. And I'm saying that I'm laughing because it took me a year and a half to do that into my business back in 2015. And at that point I was like, holy cow, why did it take me so long to do this? So talk to your ideal customers, use the language that they are using, talking about their pain points, talking about the types of things that they're looking for in their life, like how you can help them, all those types of things. And if you're sitting here listening like, well, Rick, I don't have customers yet. Get into Facebook groups where your ideal customers are hanging out at conferences where your ideal customers are. Read Amazon reviews of books and products that are relevant to your target audience, okay? And use the language that they are using. Share stories in your copy. Focus on the benefits and how you can specifically help your target audience. Remember, this is where your special sauce or your secret sauce comes out in how you can solve the pain points that your target audience has, okay? And remember to be speaking to each avatar, if applicable, within your overall target audience. Remember going back into the sub audiences because that those are very likely different conversations depending on where people are in your overall customer journey. Okay. So that's the copy and messaging. Now, the other question I get all the time is, 
should I do a video? Should I do an image? Well, I would test both, right? And if you're going to do an image, make sure that you capture attention and make sure it aligns with your copy and your offer. We're not talking about, you know, random cat photos that are going to catch, capture your attention, but it has nothing to do with anything you do in your business. Now, if you're in like the cat business, all right, that's, that's one thing, right? But use an image that aligns with your copy and your offer while also capturing attention, right? If you're going to do a video, don't overthink it. Grab your smartphone, make it short. I would say a minute or less grabbing attention, speaking to your target audience and gives them a call to action, right? Remember the types of things that we see in the newsfeed that feel native to the newsfeed, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Instagram. We want our ad, we want our image or video to have that same feeling, to reflect that same kind of feeling. Okay. Now, as far as testing goes, if you are just starting out with your ads, I wouldn't get too carried away, right? One mistake I see a lot of newbies make is they try testing too many variables too quickly and they're doing it on a small budget, right? I love that you want to test, but let's not overcomplicate things too much, okay? Let's say you're starting out with a budget of like $30 a day. I would do two, maybe three variations of copy and the same for images or video, Okay. Now, if you are, since we're just using, since we're using all placements, right? We chose all placements at the ad set level. If you're just starting out with ads and you've got a small budget, right? I would simply use the same creative that you are going to be testing out across all of the placements. Just make sure to look at the different previews of each ad placement to make sure that everything looks okay. Right now, Facebook also has an option called asset customization. And I've talked about that on the podcast here before. If you got a bit of a higher budget, right, and you do want to test out asset customization by placement, basically means that you can create a specific images, like different sizes and stuff like that for the individual placements. I recommend that you do that, right? Tools like Canva or PicMonkey make it really easy to create, you know, different sizes for the for the for the different creatives across the placements. Okay, now that's if you have a higher, a little bit of a higher budget, right? You want to test that. Otherwise, I would just use the same image across all your placements. But I recommend if you can, testing both. Okay, you fill out your ad copy, right? Now we're at the ad level. Remember, so you put you put your ad copy in image or video, whichever that you're choosing. And I recommend using the post IDs across your ad sets. Now, recently, we've noticed some changes here where it used to be that you could, you know, publish your, you publish your ad and then you go back in, look at the preview, you preview your ad, grab the post ID, which is in the URL bar, you know, well, let me, let me kind of back up. You would publish your ad, it's not going to start yet, but you publish it so that it generates a post ID. Then you preview your ad as a Facebook post with comments. And then you grab the post ID number out of the URL of that post. Well, we've noticed recently that that wasn't working. I mean, that wasn't working anymore. Now, I'm not saying it's not. We just noticed recently that it wasn't. And so what you can do, and this is a newer feature past several months, is that you can simply duplicate ads as well, keeping the social proof with you. 
Okay. I'm not going to go into this a lot right now because I could go down a whole rabbit hole and I've done an entire episode here in the podcast all about how to aggregate social proof across your ads and so forth. But I do want you to be thinking about that if you're going to be using the same ad in different ad sets. Okay. Oh, actually, one last thing on the on the ad level. It's going to ask you uh, which pixel that you want to be using. It usually defaults to the pixel, your pixel, and it's turned on. Just make sure it's turned on. Okay. And then you've reached the end of your setup, right? And so once your campaign is set up and ready to be submitted to Facebook for approval, you're going to submit it and then just keep an eye on it for approval there inside of Ads Manager. Then once it goes live, make sure to check that it's live. This is what I like to do, right? I'll make sure that it's live. Then you got to leave it alone for the first three to five days. This is the hardest thing to do, I realize, but you've got to let your ads marinate in Facebook's algorithm for at least three to five days, okay? Are there exceptions to that? Of course there are. But from a generalization standpoint, let your ads run for at least three to five days, and then you go back and start to optimize, okay? So there you have it. That's a very high-level overview of how I think about and go about the upfront work for setting up a Facebook ads and Instagram ads campaign for success. Why, or what I should say, makes Facebook and Instagram ads easy, right? And when you're just starting out and and starting to test with your ads, doing the upfront work, following the step-by-step, step-by-step steps, (laughs) following the step-by-step process that I took you through, going from the campaign level to the ad set level to the ad level, that's how I recommend that you be thinking about setting yourself up for success, right? This is what takes the mystery, my friends, out of successful and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads and exactly what makes them easier, right? Nothing is ever easy when it comes to ads. But when you approach it like this, they're a whole lot easier and you approach it with the right mindset of testing. Boom. That's where you're setting yourself up for success with your campaigns and also with your business. Okay. Now I recommend going through this episode again and applying what I'm talking about to your own business and to your own ads. And then most importantly, taking action and diving in and start testing. Okay. Hey, before we go today, 10 of the 15 spots are taken for my next six-month accelerator mastermind group. And this group runs from October 2019 to March 2020. So we've got a few spots left, right? And so if you're an online expert, in other words, you're a course creator, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're an online educator, and you've already achieved a certain level of success, but you're now spinning your wheels to get to the next level in your business, whether that's breakthrough six figures, maybe it's multiple six figures or even seven figures. If that's you, you very likely do not need another course, my friends, or to read more books. What you need is a cohesive growth strategy, okay? The Accelerator Mastermind is your opportunity to inject coaching, support, and accountability to finish off 2019 and to roll into 2020 with some big time momentum, right? So talking about that cohesive growth strategy, in addition to 
leads and sales from Facebook and Instagram ads. It also takes things like mastering your mindset, building a team, becoming the actual CEO of your business. How do you stop doing all the things in your business? I could go on here, right? Because most experts, and I was guilty of this for a long time, right? Most experts teach Facebook and Instagram ads in a vacuum, but to create sustainable growth and to have a bigger impact, truly bigger impact in your business, it takes a more holistic strategy along with coaching, accountability, community, and support. It's all connected, my friends. And so if you're listening right now and you're nodding your head, you're like, yeah, this is me. Well, I want to help you because in the same way that having a coach help me grow my business where it is today, it has been my turn to give that gift to others. And so again, if you're an online expert and you're ready for coaching, support, and accountability, in taking your business to the next level, whether that's breaking through six figures, multiple six figures, or even seven figures, then my six-month Accelerator Mastermind may be for you, okay? So to apply, this is application only, and to schedule your free strategy session with me to find out if you might be a fit for the Accelerator, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Okay. As I mentioned earlier, coming up on the podcast, I've got another quick tip episode coming your way, which is all about Facebook's attribution window, what it is and how it affects what you see in Facebook's ads manager when it comes to looking at your stats and how you can be using this to your advantage to get better results with your ads. So until then, and as always, my friends, keep testing your online marketing to find out what works for you and your business and do more of what's working. I'll see you in the next episode. Don't worry. There's more of RFP traffic coming soon. If you can't wait for more incredible digital marketing strategies, head over to rickmulready.com. We'll see you next time. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.